in Christ. Steps of faith in Christ. Amen. Amen. If you read the fifth chapter, 2 Corinthians, in the first six verses, the Apostle Paul uses the first person plural pronoun we no less than nine times. Uh huh. Acts 18 tells us that when Paul left Athens, he went to Corinth. There he found a certain Jew named Aquila, his wife Priscilla. They were joined by Silas and Timothy, who had come from Macedonia. The scripture says that Paul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ. When the Jews opposed him, he went into the house of Titus Justus, one who worshipped God, and Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house. And I read all that to tell you, that's not the we we talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want you to see the we refers to the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. It's the community of faith. Amen. We are the ones who walk by faith and not by sight. What is faith, you ask? Well, scripturally it tells us so then. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. But I like to make it a little bit simpler than that. Faith simply is taking God at his word. Amen. If God said it, he can cause it to come to pass. But more than that, faith is thinking outside of your spiritual box. Uh-huh. I'm glad y'all looking at me. Now I got you. Amen. Too oft times we are caught up in our own spiritual box and we fail to let God be God. I want you to know that God is an awesome God. Amen. Faith is not putting any limits on God. Amen. One of the problems that we have, we limit God. And we serve a God who is totally capable of doing whatever he wishes to do. But when we talk about uh, the steps of faith in Christ, what are the steps of faith in Christ? Step number one, hearing. The scripture says, so then faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God is to hear the gospel message. To make us understand that, an illustration is the woman who had an issue of blood had heard about Jesus. Amen. When she heard about him, she said within herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment... I know that I'll be made whole. Yeah. 
Amen. Amen. She hadn't seen any great things in her own life, but she had heard. Amen. And so listen to faith producing things. Amen. And you want to talk about something, talk about how good God is. Talk about the God that woke you up this morning. And amen. We talk about how bad it is in Washington. But let me tell you how good it is at friendship. Amen. God was in the house when they were singing. Amen. God was in the house in the prayer meeting. And God is in the house right now. Because he said, wheresoever two or three gather together in my name, there I am in the midst. So while we are counting numbers, God makes numbers count. Amen. Amen. Faith ought to cause us to know the God that we serve. That there is no stopping him. Amen. If God deems to do something, amen, he's going to do what God wants to do. So the first step is hearing. Amen. Step number two is receiving the word. Uh Uh-huh. Receiving the word. In Acts 17 and verse 11, it says of the Bereans that they were more noble than the people in Thessalonica. In that they received the word with all readiness. Amen. When they heard it, they rejoiced. But you know what they did? They searched the scriptures to see if it was so. Amen. A lot of us, we hear it and we say, oh, hallelujah. But is that what he said? Amen. If God said it, you can go to the bank on it. Amen. 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 Heaven and earth may pass away, but not one jot or tittle. Amen. Will fall. Amen. If God said it, we can depend upon it. Have I got a witness? Amen. When we receive the word, when we know that God is on our side, we need not worry about what's going on. Amen. Because God is going to take care of those that are his. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes this preacher is accused of being too demonstrative. No, don't take all of that. Well, let me tell you something. You don't know what it takes for me. But let me tell you, if when God starts working on you, amen, that's, you get a very bad case of the I can't help it. Amen. You just want to stop moving your hands, but you're going to move them anyhow. You're going to say hallelujah anyhow. Even when you say hallelujah and somebody look at you, you're going to say it the next time something good comes up. You're going to say praise the Lord. Amen. Even when folk look at you strange and we live in an age now and, you know, people are very modern. Uh-huh. They're cultured, refined and dignified. And they will tell you, you don't have to do all that. Amen. Well, thank you, Lord. Amen. I still am old time enough to know where my help comes from. Amen. 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 See, when you live long enough, you can experience some things. Amen. I was telling uh, uh, Pastor Bridget that on Wednesday, I had really so bad shingles, so bad. They were painting so bad that at 1130 at night, I went to the emergency room. Well, uh, care facility rather than emergency room. But I, I thought, I won't, there ain't no way I'm going to preach today. But just make it to the pulpit. Amen. God is a good God. 
Amen. Amen. You, you might not know how you're going to do it, but you just trust Him. That if God is for you, Amen. Amen. Who can be against you? Sickness can't be against you. Amen. The devil can't be against you. Because greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. If you can start believing him, amen, it doesn't matter what goes on in the world. You can believe God. Amen. Which is number three. Step number three, amen, is to believe. Amen. Amen. Romans 10, 10, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And then with the mouth confession is made. When we start telling God how good God is, Lord, you're good. Amen. You're wonderful. Thank you for saving me. Amen. And I know you didn't have to do it, but because of your love for all of us. Amen. And you know what God will do? He will come in right where you are. Amen. 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 You know, sometimes we say, well, you know, I don't want to tell it. I just don't want to tell it. I don't want folk to, to say, Daddy, I'll tell it again. I'm going to tell it every chance I get. I'm going to tell you that God is good. Amen. And it's not a cliche when I tell you He is good all of the time. Amen. There's not a time when God is not good. Second Corinthians 4 and verse number 13 says, We, having the spirit of faith, According as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. We speak because we have believed. We know what God has done for us. Now see, for some of you, you don't know. But let me tell you, God bought us from the back of the bus, the top of the theater, the front of the train. Oh, I can tell you all those things. Amen. But... I just want you to know what he really did is he saved a sinner like me. And when he saved me, he sanctified me. That is to say he preserved me until the day of redemption. And I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, he's coming back. He's coming back after a church without a spot or wrinkle. Amen. No blemish. I want you to know. That God loves us unconditionally. Not because of what you've done. Amen. You've simply done what you needed to do. But he has already taken the heavy part of the load. Amen. So we speak. Amen. Amen. We hear. We receive. We believe. Step number four. We appropriate. Now that's, that's a theological term. But it really means to take exclusive possession of. Amen. You appropriate the word of faith to yourself. Amen. You start believing that God is what he says he is. Can't you hear the psalmist said, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. When the word is on the inside, amen, the Holy Ghost then activates that word. When you're about to mess up, it says, warning, warning, warning. See, somebody don't know what I'm talking about. But you're about to mess up. You're headed the wrong place. Amen. In your car, down, driving down the street, going where you ought not go. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost activates the word that you know is right. Warning, warning, warning. Man about to get out of control. Amen. But God knows how to bring you back to himself. Hallelujah. 
you appropriate the word to yourself. Amen. The Bible tells us in John, John 9 about a blind man. Amen. The man's born blind. And, and he was sitting by the wayside. Y'all uh, familiar with that one? I need not tell you the whole story. But they, they tried to quiet him down. Uh, uh, you know, take, 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 let's back down a little bit. Just lower the, the, the temperature of what you're saying. And you know what the man did? He got louder and louder. Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And amen. And when you appropriate that word to yourself, when you start saying, Lord, you sent your word and it healed your people. When you start telling God, Lord, I know there were millions that came out of Egypt and there was not a sick one among them. When you said, Lord, with your stripes, I am healed. Amen. When you look at those bills and said, Lord, thank you. This stack of bills, are, they are now diminishing. And before too long, they're going to be gone. Amen. When you start speaking to those things. Amen. Now, we just haven't learned how to appropriate the word to our own situation. Amen. Amen. Number five. got to hurry. Number five. Well, let's see where we've been. We've been hearing, receiving the word of God, believe, appropriate. Uh-huh. Number five. Say number five. Number five, you need to work your faith. Amen. 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 James says faith without works is dead. It's dead faith. If you believe it, then you ought to be found doing it. Now, to give you an illustration of what we are, are talking about, I want you to think about Naaman the Syrian. Amen. The Bible says of Naaman, he was a mighty man of valor. You know, but you can say all kind of platitudes and accolades, thank you, ma'am. But then one but will negate everything that has gone before it. Said all of these things about Naaman, but he was a leper. And the king said, well, you know, that, that was a young maiden that had been bought from Judah Worked for Mrs. Naaman. And she said, would to God that, that, that the captain was over in, in Samaria where the prophet is. And so the king said, let's send him over there. Sent words and instructions. And so Naaman goes over to the king with a message from one king to a king. This is my servant, whatever you can do to help him. King says, I can't do anything, but there's a fellow named Elisha down there. Take, go down there and see if you can, can get some help from him. And so he goes down there. Long story short, Naaman goes in, goes to see uh, Elisha. And, and, and Elisha doesn't come out. Well, that perturbs him because I'm, I'm, I'm the captain of the guard. There's a certain mountain that reminds me of somebody who I, I need some attention given to me. And if I don't get that attention, I got a problem. But he says, go dip in the Jordan seven times. Now, 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 now. <laughs> Naaman says, where I come from, we got some cleaner rivers than that. If I wanted to go dip in something, I could have dipped in some of the rivers 
in my home country. Amen. 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 But what I'm trying to get you to see is that you got to have faith to believe that it's going to work. Amen. But Naaman is upset and he said, I'm getting out of here. The servant said, well, now wait a minute, Captain. If he had told you to do some great things, you, you would have done that. He said, well, yeah, but I expected him to come out and bow down to me and wave his hand. No, oh, no. Done some great thing, you, you would have done it. So why don't you try it? And that's what I tell folk. If you are having trouble and God has given you a word, why don't you try what God said? Amen. If you're doing bad, you can't hardly do much worse. So go ahead and try it. Amen. Amen. Might work. Naaman says, well, all right. Goes down to the Jordan, dip one, dip two, dip three. And, you know, all of a sudden he's checking it out, you know. Dip four, dip five, dip six. What's the point, Amos? You've got to follow. That's explicitly what God says. If God wanted him to dip five times, he'd have told him, dip five times. Had told him, uh, wanted him to dip four times, it would have been four times. But he said, dip seven times, and the healing is not coming until you have dipped the seventh time. Hallelujah. And the Bible said when he dipped the seventh time, when he came up, his skin was as smooth as a baby's bottom. Said, Hallelujah. You got to start believing that if God said it, Amen, He'll cause it to come to pass. But you got to work your faith. You got to do something to make sure that it comes to pass. Which really brings me to my sixth point, sixth step. And that really was it. Think outside of the box. Think outside of your spiritual box. When somebody tells you to go dip in the Jordan, that's not usually where you get healing coming from. You're looking for someone to lay hands on. When someone tells you to go catch a fish, that's not how you usually get money to pay your taxes. But if God tells you to do it, you can do it and be comfortable that it's going to come to pass because Jesus told Peter, go catch the fish. And the first one you catch, look in his mouth. There's a piece of money. Pay your taxes. And by the way, pay mine too. Now, if Jesus told you to pay his too, you know he's going to cause it to come to pass. I wish I had somebody here. But the Bible says, the Bible says that when he did, now I'm not advocating going fishing to pay your taxes. The Lord gave you a J-O-B. P-A-Y with your J-O-B. <laughs> moving, moving right along. And I'm, I'm done, really. <laughs> Step seven. Step seven. Believe your prayers. Amen. Don't just pray random shotgun prayers. Pray with specificity. Amen. If you need healing, ask for healing. Lord, my arm hurts. Lord, I've got heart problems. 
pray with specificity. Lord, remember Lynn Bryant. Pray with specificity. We want to pray for everybody everywhere. You don't know everybody everywhere. But you do know somebody that's hurting. Ask the Lord to bless them. And then you can watch as the Lord blesses them. And you can see that your prayers are being answered. Amen. God knows how to answer our prayers. But if you're not watching as these things occur, you don't know. You're just praying words. But pray and then believe your prayers. Now, now. Brother Paul writing to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 20, which ought to be an encouragement to us, because he said, For all the promises of God in him, him is Jesus, are yes, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. Amen. When you start believing what you pray for, amen, to tell me that there was this old saint, that used to pray, and she was a praying saint. Amen. She prayed for rain, and she brought her umbrella to the church in the middle of a drought because she believed that God was going to answer her prayers. What am I saying today? There are steps that we have to take in Him. Amen. Being saved, amen, we are saved, past tense, I'm saved from the the, the penalty of sin. Amen. I'm saved from the... I'm being saved in the process from the, the taste of sin. He's, he's pulling that away from me. Amen. He's working. He's working to make sure that I'm all right. Now, now when I understand that it's a process, you, when you come to the Lord, you're not all that you're going to be in Him. But you're more today than you were yesterday. Amen. There's a process. I hear the life-saving message of the Lord Jesus Christ. I receive it to myself. Amen. Amen. When I start believing what I'm hearing, amen, I, I hear what he says. Then I believe what he said. Are y'all thinking with me? I appropriate it to myself. There's so much that the Lord says that can bless you if you would appropriate it to your life. Amen, amen. It might be working for somebody else, but if you don't appropriate it, it'll never get to you. One of the interesting things that Jesus said, he would visit, uh, uh, he's quoting his father, visit the iniquity of the fathers to the third and fourth generations, but you got to put the rest of that, of them that hate me. Each generation has to do its own hating. Because if you change your mind about the Lord, he's going to come in and receive you unto himself. Does not matter what you did, how soon, uh, how, how soon that you did it, how, how, in what proximity it is to where you are now. Amen. Forgiveness is with him. He's going to receive you unto himself. I believe that. I can look over my shoulders and wave bye-bye to all that I used to be. And see, that's the one thing that some folk don't understand, but the child of God knows this. We have not always been perfect, but I am redeemed. Amen. God has saved me. And that that was in my past is in my past. 
Amen. I remember when Amos used to, yeah, but that was then. You're not thinking about now. I'm covered by the blood. And when I understand that I've been washed, amen, the only detergent that can take care of sin is the blood of Christ. And I'm glad that I appropriated that word to my life. Lord, here I am, as Isaiah said, use me. And amen, the most unusual person to stand behind this desk is this person. But God can use whomever he chooses. And I praise him because of who he is. That he does not discriminate. Amen. Does not matter what you bring to the table. Amen. God can use whatever we bring to the table. Oh, I wish I had somebody here. Amen. Can I go ahead and preach? The Bible says that Moses was the meekest of of individuals. But sometimes we hear meek and we think we. But see, God knows how to train up someone to be used in his service. The, the, The story of Moses begins with the child being born after a decree had been made that baby boys would be killed. Moses was placed in the Nile River. Amen. And it was so that God permitted Pharaoh's daughter to come and to see him. Touch uh, Moses and he began to whimper and cry and it touched her heart. What am I saying? I'm saying that God knows how to work a word. He can put it together better than Mozart could put together a tune. The, the, the Bible says, and not only did, did, did it touch her heart, but then Miriam is standing there and she runs and said, well, you know, I know a woman who can take care of she said, bring her to me. And so now we've got Moses being taken care of by his natural mother. And what I'm trying to get you to see is God knows how to work a word. And then he raised Moses up in the household of Pharaoh. Amen. But see, Pharaoh was not, amen, the godly father for Moses. Moses has a yearning to be with his people. And the Bible said he would be willing to leave Pharaoh's house, amen, to go to his people. Went out one day and he saw an Egyptian, amen, amen, as he, they're, they're fighting. And the Bible says he rose up and slew the Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. And the Bible says that, I, I want us to see this, the Bible says that, that, then the question is posed the next day as Moses stops to intercede between two brothers. You going to kill me and like you did that Egyptian? Now Moses knows that this thing is heard. And so Moses flees because it's known. Moses goes, amen. He, Moses goes to the land of Midian and he stays there for 40 years. Oh, God. God is so good. Amen. There were 40 years that he had spent in Pharaoh's house. Now there's another 40 years he spends in the land of Midian. But when God got ready for him, Moses passed by a bush and he saw it burning and it did not go out. Moses said, I'm going to turn aside and see what this great sight means. Amen. As Moses approached the bush, a voice came out and said, Moses... 
Moses, pull off your shoes. This is holy ground you're standing on. I want us to see this. Amen. God knows how, amen, to take you from here to there where he wants you to be. Amen. Sometimes he accelerates the process and sometimes the, the process is slowed down. But whether it's accelerated or slowed down, he's going to get you there. Amen. When Moses turns aside and sees, amen, the bush and it's burned and not consumed, the voice cries out, Moses pulled off his shoes. God identifies himself. I'm the God of your fathers. I have heard the cries of my people in Egypt. I'm come down to deliver them. But watch this. God said, I'm come down to deliver them. But then God said, now you go. <laughs> Somebody not getting this. You go and tell Pharaoh that I said, let my people go. What am I saying? God knows how to take whosoever. This is a fellow that had been out on the backside of the desert for 40 years. There are those that have said that the world has passed him by. But God said, all I need you to do is take a stick and go to Egypt. The rest of it, I'll take care of it. What am I saying today? God still says, I can use you in my service. Make yourself available to me and I will work through you. Amen. But you got to begin with the first step. Have I got a witness? That first step said, you got to hear. The problem we have today is we don't want to hear anything. But if God is still speaking, can I go ahead and preach? Will you hear what God has to say? Well, somebody said, Pastor, what did God say? I sure am glad you asked. Amen. That God said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. But how did it play out? I'm so glad you asked. He gave his only begotten son, and his only begotten son gave his life, and he gave his life on a hill called Calvary. The Bible said they nailed his hands and riveted his feet. They stretched him wide and dropped him low. What did he do? He died. He died for our sins. Oh, yes, he did, but he didn't stay dead. But the Bible said, hey, set him on, and he got up. With all power in his hand, I can destroy, but I will defend. I'm so glad that if Jesus is on your side, the world might come against you, but, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Jesus tabernacle here, the Bible said for 40 days, have I got a witness? Stepped on the cloud and went on back to glory. But the thing that I love most about the whole transaction, when he got to heaven, he had a handoff to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came down on the day of Pentecost. Can we go ahead and preach? The Bible said when he came down, he lit on them like a mighty rushing wind. And the Bible said they began to speak with new tongues. As men were using a language that never had been taught. And there were there as there is here. There are those that will say, look at those folk. 
They are acting like they're drunk. But I can hear Brother Peterson. We're not drunk, as you suppose. This is just but the third hour of the day. What Peter was saying is, the liquor stores are not open yet. And I want you to know this is what was spoken of by the prophet Joel. That in the last days, your sons and daughters will prophesy. And your old men will dream dreams. I'm glad to tell you that I can prophesy that soon and very soon we're going to see the king. All of this mess that's going on, Jesus is going to take care of it. The old folk used to say, hallelujah, soon we'll be done with the troubles of this world. Going home to live with God. No more heartaches, no more pain, no more stress, no more be lying on, call everything but a child of God. God is a good God, worthy be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody said, there he goes, all emotional in his presentation. Well, I want you to know there's something on the inside. When the wheel starts to turn and the fire starts to burn. Yeah! 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 He's alright. He's alright. He's alright. Stand the faith in Christ. Go ahead and preach when I can hear the word of God. You are my child. You might well please when I hear him say one of these old days. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. bless you. We bless you. We bless you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Holy Ghost, for our steps of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But can I tell you, after you hear it, receive it, amen, amen, believe it, amen, appropriate it. But if you can't appropriate it, you don't miss the whole thing. Amen. Amen. It's like, and when I had all this intensive pain, and they gave me a prescription and said, take it, and it's antiviral, so drink plenty of water. You know what I do? Exactly what they said. Because uh, I want it to work. Amen. Amen. You want it to work? Follow the instructions. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, no shortcuts. Amen. They said, take it all. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take it all. All I need to do is remember how bad it was Wednesday night. Amen. Yeah, you get your mind right. Now, now, let me, I'm done. If you think about how bad it was when you were a sinner and how good it is now. Amen. You know, sometimes we don't contrast the then and now. Amen. Amen. I was, I was uh, reviewing a Sunday school lesson. And, you know, sometimes we fail to remember where we came from. How God delivered us from some stuff. And God is so good, he never brings it up anymore. 
He delivers you and then he forgets it. But I think about, Lord, I can remember back when. But you are so good. You took me with all my flaws. With all the things that was in my life. You took me. But you put me in your washing machine. And you washed me. With the blood from on Calvary. Now, if any man is in Christ, and that's a woe man. He is a new creation. The old things have passed away. And behold, all things are new. Amen. Amen. So now, there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. That is so wonderful. That is so wonderful. Lord, you're good. And you're good all of the time. We bless you now. We shall extend the privilege to the church. Today is a day of salvation. Someone need to begin their steps in Christ. Amen. Amen. Believe. Hear. Believe. Receive. Appropriate. Work it. If you're here, would you come? How do we come? Just...